Welcome, everybody, to the brink as we come to you for another episode of your favourite podcast. It is greatest. I don't even know what I'm saying, but we are speaking to you tonight live from the Ice Hockey, the best place on earth. The best place on earth. Yeah. It's uh, USA versus Canada in game number five of the Ice Hockey Classic for oh, 2018. This girl. girl on the right. Mallory's excited because there's a girl at the... Oh, like on the sledge. So we're what, witnessing sledge hockey people right now. Uh, it's second intermission. What is it, 5-4? Yeah, for the team. Uh, now, we, we weren't sure of our access and everything. Um, and the sledge hockey people are getting a very big cheer. Um, wasn't sure of our access. Uh, first of all, I'll thank a big... Thanks to Kerry Goulet for uh, giving us a couple of tickets and my all-access pass, which I just spent the majority of that period right up on the boards taking photos. Were you taking photos? Speak of the devil, he's on the screen right now. Uh, we're hoping to talk to him at the end of this game, but how are you enjoying this game? It is, isn't it? Like it's, uh, you know, is it very exhibition Is this kind of what you were thinking? Um, now, I wasn't here for most of the second period. Was there anything exciting going on? up here that I missed or no the guys in front of us got to sign that okay nice you are losing your voice slightly have you been cheering oh good job yeah that's a bit embarrassing I'm sorry um but I was down right in the boards and right behind the uh the Canada net there. I saw two goals scored right in front of me and I had a big... Did you see the big hit right in front of me when I was, like, standing there? Um, but, uh, you know, it's, it's pretty good. We came here, of course, uh, 2013 in Melbourne um, back back when it first started and we're disappointed that Nathan Walker's not playing but as I've just been told, he's getting married next week. So uh, that's probably a, a good excuse. But we're going to be doing some form of episode as per usual and we'll have are uh, we going to do a quiz this week are we going to do a, we can do a hockey quiz this week are you looking at these people in some giant three-way jumper right in front of us um there's like three women in a giant jumper in front of the ice i really couldn't tell you exactly what they're doing uh but we hopefully will be speaking to maybe some of the players after the game we're not too sure what we're going to be doing with this but um mallory we'll speak to you during this episode she's distracted she's found something to take a photo of so uh let's get excited for the brink this week it's been a couple of weeks since we've had this fine specimen of a man on the show. Uh, his name is Nicholas Chester and he's from New Zealand. Hello, Nick. Welcome back to the program. Fine specimen. There's something wrong with your eyesight. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen you in a couple of years, so um, you know, I don't, don't know exactly <laughs> what's changed or anything like that. But um, one thing that has changed is that you're officially in a country run by a lady with a child because Jacinda Ardern had a baby. Congratulations. How How is the country feeling about the new first child? The uh, the prime miniature, as they're calling it, which I think is, is pretty clever. I've, I've got to give them that. That's, that's actually pretty good. Um, yeah, no, I think it's uh, it, it's all very exciting, I suppose, and you get the, the whole thing of, you know, too much media coverage and 
you know, we kind of just we're over it. And yes, it's it's um, it's one of those things where I think it probably depends a little bit on your political persuasion as to how excited you are by it. But, you know, I've, I think the novelty is always quite interesting, you know, that uh, we've, we've got somebody who has a baby and that gives her a different perspective on things. Uh, yeah. And so the, the what's the baby called? Neve, Neve something, um, you know. Uh, Neve Tiaroha, which is so Neve, Tiaroha is the, the the town where her family lives. So right. there's a reason for that second name. Um, yeah, yeah. So it's 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 all it's all very cool. We've got a, an acting prime minister while she's on maternity leave for six weeks. So it's uh, yeah, it, it's all exciting times. I did like that. Um, apparently, she went on. Or they had it like some interview with her or, or a family member or something on the project, the Australian version, because we've got the project here in New Zealand as well. And they made some joke about basically that, you know, uh, in no time they'll be um, mocking the baby's accent and then claiming her as their own. So I thought that was, pre- that was pretty good, pretty pretty standard Australian. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and also the, the one thing that I saw <laughs> hitting the news over here was um, her partner's um, dad cardigan, um, which seems to be getting a little bit of uh, attention is that is that making waves over that side yeah. of the tasman yeah yeah it is they've been talking about his fashion it's um yeah yeah it's uh not something that i uh, overly worry about too much uh, clark gayford's a bit of an interesting one he seems to be um he's probably like a bit of a michelle obama or um you know potentially even um melania trump that you know kind of gets picked on a little bit more than he probably really deserves you know he's just he's just a guy i don't think you know i think the other side try to make him out that he's he's trying to steal his his partner's limelight but i've never really felt that way i think it's they try and make something out of nothing really and he's a i'm reading he's a, he's a a tv host is he uh or he's some yeah like he's, he's got like a, something he's, himself yeah he's got yeah, he's got like a fishing show. He used to host some some other TV show. Or no, he used to be a radio host, I think. Um, but yeah, he's got like a fishing TV show. But yeah, he's going to be stay at home dad for a while. So yeah, now that's been really interesting. It's quite funny because while um, Jacinda's on maternity leave, obviously we've got Winston Peters standing in as our, our um, prime minister, and um, basically he, you know, the prime minister has like a, a weekly slot on the you know, morning TV show here at six in the morning or whatever it is. And there was a bit of a miscommunication, and and he missed his time slot. And basically, the the presenter of the show took it upon himself to ban Winston Peters from being on the show while he's acting prime minister. So is that that Winston's guy gone, that okay, um I'll... the the glasses guy who came and did a show over here and then wasn't successful? No, no, different. No, no, different guy. But uh, basically, Winston's gone. Oh well, if you don't want me on your show, I'm going to go on the Australian breakfast show. So <laughs> apparently, he's now just doing a doing a piece on one of the Australian breakfast shows. I don't know which one, but um, you know, Winston Winston is kind of our our Donald Trump, except I, I dare say he's probably a little bit smarter. And um, yeah, he's he doesn't take shit from anybody though. And um, yeah, he's he's pretty good at playing the media. So I think that the the media have just got egg on their face with Winston. So it's going to be a fun kind of six weeks while uh, Jacinda's out doing the baby thing um, while we've got Winston charge that's the most that is that the ultimate insult to be like well fuck you i'm going on australian tv then <laughs> it's, it's not like yeah, we're gonna yeah. go on to the different you know rival show in new zealand it's like i'm going on australian tv then <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah it's pretty good um now i guess one thing we talk about and it will date this segment and we'll, we'll mention when we are doing this at the world cup we are recording this segment uh basically uh with one day left of the round of 16 so we realize by the time this airs that uh this conversation will sort of be irrelevant because we will know uh i think even our semi-final makeups by the time this episode airs on uh monday but um right now nick how how's the world cup uh been 
sitting in the Chester household. I, I think it's been a very entertaining one. It's had a lot of upsets. I'm still crying over Germany not making it, but let's not start on that. But uh, it's it's been a very entertaining World Cup. Yeah, it's been an awesome World Cup. It's um, just every every time you think you've seen an, the last amazing game, there's another amazing game. It's pretty incredible. There's only been one game that's that's been nil all. You know, it's um, every game's kind of had these twists and turns. And obviously, the one that was this morning was the uh, Japan versus Belgium game, which was pretty amazing. Um, and yeah, I think the only the only people in, in this household who are looking forward to it being over are, are actually my dogs because every time I yell up and, and you know and get all excited because there's been a goal scored, they kind of run around the house wondering what the hell is wrong with me so yeah i think they'll be pleased when it's over but um for me it's all going by far too quickly yeah well i mean by the time this airs uh as i said i think we would have officially um almost crossed the semi-final matchup we're actually we're about to play the semi-finals so uh when this airs this coming monday when people listen to this the final is less than a week away but uh i mean what what are your thoughts on now? I mean, I think you predicted Germany to win it, which obviously is not going to happen. But um, you know, we've we've only got uh, one side of the draw, which we've got one winner in it, and that'd be in England. And of course, uh, everyone's talking about how they're finally going to have a really good chance here. But if Colombia are to beat them, we're going to have a, a first time finalist. And then on the other side of the draw, we've got uh, three countries who have won it before, and we've got Belgium, who obviously are in pretty good form. So where's your head at right now? Where, I mean, if you had to make a prediction. And how do you think the rest of this tournament is going to play out? Uh, well, I think you know I'm, I'm the 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 kind of romantic in me hopes that it's anybody but Brazil, and um, which is weird to say because Brazil are always that team that everybody kind of loves because they play great football. And that's the thing they've been playing like really boring football, like just really clinical, you know, defensive football, getting the job done. And it's been a bit boring when all these other games around them have been pretty amazing. So um, I'd like to see anybody but Brazil kind of win it, if I'm being totally honest. But um, yeah, I mean, it would be great to see a first-time finalist make it, um, whether that's Belgium. Or or maybe Croatia or somebody like that. But, you know, if I really had to put a bet on it, I'd probably, well, I have put a bet on it and I've put money on Belgium. But I think at the moment, if I was looking at it, probably the smart money is on Brazil, which is a little bit of a boring answer, I guess. Well, I think it's interesting that even you look at the bottom half of the draw where, you know, England uh, are in there and we know they've won it. But, I mean, even if they did make the final, you, you kind of would feel like they're first-time finalists because they've only made one final, which they've won. Uh, and that was over 50 years ago. Uh, I mean, obviously, Uruguay, you can kind of put in the same category there because, what, they won it, like, 1950, I think, was the last time they won it. So, you know, even on that side of things, people often forget Uruguay are two-time winners of the World Cup. So if we, even if you had a Uruguay-England final, which, I mean, again, it's not out of the realms of possibility, but probably isn't the highest chance, it even then would feel like it would be a sort of a fresh winner coming out of it. Yeah, for sure. It would, you know, it'd be interesting if it was somebody new and different. And um, yeah, I, th- I think that that's, you know, that's the excitement now is that we we're definitely going to see at least one finalist that we didn't expect. Even you know, I don't think anybody expected England to make it. So whether it's Croatia, Russia, Sweden, Switzerland, Colombia, or England, those are an unlikely group to kind of be making up one side of the draw. So. I think we're going to have an unexpected finalist and, you know, football's a funny game that anybody can win on the day when the, the right conditions uh, present themselves. So I think anybody who's still in this tournament is in with a fighting shot. And how much does New Zealand give a shit about this? I always like to ask you about this, but, uh, you know, even the point here, end, is this now a thing where the country is starting to get a little bit more interested? Because, you know, I, I remember 
pre-2006 before Australia sort of broke the drought. I remember 2002 and 98 that, you know, Australia still kind of was, it was big news over here. People were still following it. It just obviously wasn't as big when Australia's in it, but it's still obviously the, the biggest sporting event in the world. So are New Zealanders getting behind it? Look, it might as well be 1970 over here and that um, basically if you like if you like soccer, then there's something wrong with you because that's a, a, a game for girls and they all fall over the minute somebody touches them, which, you know, you've got to be a hard man who likes rugby and seeing guys get their testicles ripped out and, <laughs> you know, like, so basically, no, like, no, not, nobody really seems to care all that much. Um, I've got a really good office pool going, so we're kind of talking about a non-stop at work, which is great. Um, but I think in the kind of general discourse around the country, it's not something that people are thinking about all that much, you know, it's all about the All Blacks or whatever. So it was a little bit disappointing, but, you know, um, if the All Whites were in it, it would be a different story. They're not. So, yeah, it's just, it, it's unfortunate, but, um, you know, nobody's going to stop me from having a good time and enjoying it. Maybe your dogs will, because, again, they're getting a bit shitty with things, uh, how they are going at the moment. <laughs> but, yeah. uh, Nick, it's always a pleasure. We'll get you on again next week and uh, perhaps give a bit of a preview of the final and talk about that, which, again, will be dated by then. But who cares? We like to talk about it. But it's always a pleasure. Thank you for joining us on The Brink. It is always a pleasure. You're right. I just wanted to come on just so we can hear this, and Mallory's actually dancing. Hi, what did you think I was doing? I had no idea. Canada are now leading. Is that eight, five? They've just scored like about two goals in the last 30 seconds. But that's the uh, goal song is Chelsea Dagger because Chelsea, Chelsea, I but yeah. Do you be fan of that song, aren't you? Scored by number 91, And that's your favourite player, number 91, who we actually don't know uh, who any of these players are. You're having fun spotting the jerseys. I am. Which I'm going to say we've seen maybe about like 15 different teams, would you say? Yeah. At least half the, the NHL, so... I'd say more than that, actually. Yeah. I mean, we've seen all seven Canadians and at least eight Americans. I mean, we've seen like Kings, Rangers, Blackhawks, Vegas, Dallas... Uh, Anaheim, LA, Philadelphia, St. Louis. So that's nine, so that's plus seven, that's 16. So, yeah, more than half. And Canada nearly got another goal. Anyway, Colorado, Colorado. yeah. Good song, you know this song? There you go. All right, well, that is an update for you. Can we get a go, Canada? With some feeling? Go no. She loves her country. There's a Red Wings fan. That's not something to be excited about. Do you Calm see down. It? Yeah, Do you no, see it? Do you yeah, see it? red top up there. I actually saw a Red Wings fan before. The fact that you got excited about that. Well, why would I? Because they're the Red Wings. I don't give a shit. Um, actually, I saw a, uh, a, a Lightning fan too, so that's what I was. Uh, two worst scenes in the NHL. Uh, anyway. Let's see if Canada get a goal here. No. All right. Oh, well. The end. So we've made our way out here onto the ice and uh, managed to find one of uh, the, the legends of uh, sledge hockey in Canada, Paul Rosen, Olympic gold medalist from 2006. Paul, thank you for joining me here today, first of all. Thank you. It's an absolute honour. Now, uh, you uh, mentioned before, uh, during the second intermission, about your love here for Australia and that you've uh, 
lived in Canada your whole life and you're about to move here. Have you already bought the, uh, the house yet and the land and getting ready to move out here? I haven't bought the house and the land, but I'm serious that I absolutely love it here. Australia is one of my favorite places in the world. And I am single, so there's a, an eligible bachelorette out there. Uh, I would move down here for sure. Right, well, we can help you out there, perhaps. All right. We'll, uh, spread the word out here. But uh, in terms of uh, the message you're mentioning about trying to get Australia represented uh, out there in sledge hockey within the next 10 years, how realistic do you think that is? I think it's extremely realistic. It, it, we need the government to put money into para-sport. Uh, Australia Paralympians are great in, in many sports, so why can't we do it in hockey? They're going to play in the first Worlds in the Sea Worlds in Finland. That's a start. Then we've got to get the, the word out and get as many players and many uh, players out to, to try the game. I've already told them that I'll come back at any time to work with them, but it's, it's a matter of finances. Japan, uh, Korea, the teams that have progressed very fast in the game, Russia, progressed because they put money into the program. Uh, hopefully, with the three sleds that we gave tonight from Paris, Water, Ontario, that's a start. And I mean, the, the turnout here in Brisbane alone is fantastic. We heard the numbers Kerry was mentioning for all the uh, turnouts for all these games. I mean, it certainly is a, a sport that Australians are getting behind. So it sounds like if we can get some of that money out there, then definitely we can be represented. Well, I think Australians love contact sport, right? So hockey is the next stage. And sled hockey or para ice hockey, as it's called right now, which I have a tough time. I do the, the games for TSN and CBC. I have to get that in my mind. It's called para ice hockey now. It's a physical, physical sport, so I think Australians will fall in love with it. And uh, Nathan Walker, obviously, is doing great things for this country as well out there. So, uh, I mean, obviously disappointing not to see him tonight. But, I mean, you must be able to love to come out here. You've got so many of these Canadian guys around you right now wanting to get you in the photo and everything. But, I mean, you just live and breathe this sport. So you can take it around the world, spread the message. You're living a good life. Well, I say to people, the first 39 years of my life were good. The last 19 have been phenomenal. Uh, since I lost my leg and was told I couldn't achieve greatness, my life has just got better every day. And that's what we have to get people to understand. Disability is a mindset. Everybody can achieve anything they want if they believe in themselves. It's as simple as that. It's a fantastic message, mate. We really appreciate you chatting with us here today. And uh, let's hope that Australia can get represented in the Olympics in the next 10 years. Thank you. Anytime you want it, just let me know. We're here with uh, Team Canada, uh, Captain Nolan Yonkman. Nolan, mate, thanks very much for joining us. Uh, how is this? How's this whole tour been for you, uh, being out here traveling Australia New Zealand? Oh, it's absolutely great. I, I love always coming here to Brizzy, and, and we always seem to have good games, Team Canada, here. We just couldn't win it tonight, but you know what? The series was, was awesome. It's too bad the Wellington, Wellington game. All the Australian crowd. Phone uh, happened to die on the other one, so I'm just switching over here. Uh, I mean, it's great to spread this sport here in uh, Australia and New Zealand too. Obviously, with Nathan Walker effect has been good for this sport, but I mean, do you think games like this need to continue to really help spread uh, this to the level of what you guys are used to in Canada and this side of the world? I, I hope so. I think it brings uh, you know the game over here, which is which is a great thing, and, and it gets more people watching hockey. And you know what, maybe the NHL will be able to come over here and, and have some exhibition games or maybe a regular season game. And you know what, maybe if there's a little bit of a Nathan Walker that watched us that gets involved in hockey and, you know, 20 years from now he's, uh, you know, playing in the NHL too. So 
You know what? It, it, it can only help the game of hockey and, and raise awareness for concussions here and, and having the game a safe game and, and uh, because it is fast, but they're played properly, it, it, it's a great game. I already saw a couple of people coming up to you asking you, going, why, why didn't you guys fight? Why didn't you guys fight? I mean, uh, you know, you have a bit of fun out there at the same time, but you obviously don't want to go out and uh, swallow all those pretty faces afterwards, do you? No, no, it's... Uh, <laughs> It is about concussion awareness, and uh, fighting only raises that. So we, we want to play hard, and we play uh, to entertain, but we also want to keep it keep it uh, safe that way. So, you know what, if it gets the fans entertained, and you know what, uh, it, so be it. But, you know what, <laughs> I made a good living off of fighting, so <laughs> I can't, uh, I can't uh, too bad. And how do you like this sort of post-game here? I mean, I've been waiting here to chat with you. You've got such a queue of people wanting to line up and get the photos. You must love this attention. Yeah, I do. It's uh, it's absolutely great. I think that uh, having these uh, fans come out and, and getting the, them to a chance to meet us one on one is is uh, something that's awesome. Perfect. Well, thanks very much for uh, your time to chat, mate, and uh, best of luck with everything. And uh, hope we see you in Australia again soon. Yeah, no worries, my man. Thank you. I'm here with the absolute star of the show, Mr. Kerry Goulet. Kerry, welcome back to the Brink, mate. It's been a couple of years, but this thing is going bigger and better every time I come to one. Yeah, well, thank you. Uh, uh, thank you for the compliment. Uh, uh, the star of the show, not really, you know. There's so many people behind the scenes. I just get lucky because I can be in front of everybody waving and, and doing the things I love. You know, I love the game. Uh, I'm passionate about it. Uh, I played it for 16 years over in Europe. Uh, I got the opportunity to play in, in, in front of cr large crowds like this. And listen, people actually came to watch me play and, and paid money to do something that I'd love and I would do for free, and I'd love to go back. We all miss it, the game so much. So I'm honoured. I'm absolutely honoured that I'm able to do what I do, yeah, help players through dark times, obviously with concussions, as you know, but also to see the, the, the incredible inclusion now. Boys, women, children, in a chair, out of a chair. You know, Josh, tonight you saw that. It, it just... It's marvelous. It's ice hockey is a family. Uh, I travel the world. I meet people all over the place. I can meet my buddy that I hadn't seen in 30 years in Germany. We sit down. It's like we never left each other. So hockey's a great family, and we're really, really honored to be here in Brisbane. I love following you on social media because it really does seem like, with your stop concussions, that you are constantly on the road. Yeah. Uh, I mean, how is that message going with it? I know when we spoke to you, I think when this first started back yeah. in 2013, yeah. you know, you were spreading that, but it just seems to be going into bigger and better things and really spreading that message. Has it? You seen the statistics? the numbers out there with what you guys are doing out there that it is improving? Yeah, you know, it's always uh, always interesting to, to understand statistics. We know it's getting better, uh, just for the simple fact there's so much awareness and so many people understand now that this injury is real. It's dark. It's somewhere if you go down the path of concussion, which I have, I've lived through the anxiety, I've lived through the, um, you know, the, the depression, the, the suicidal thoughts. So, I've been there, and I understand that we need to change the culture. We need to change our mindset. Uh, we want our kids. God gave us the kids' brains. To, they're the most precious thing that God has given us. We have to protect it as the adults. So that's what I've seen in, in, in the last, I would say, three years. I've seen a tremendous change of, of attitude. People understand, if I keep hitting you in the head with my elbow, eventually I'm going to hurt your head or it certainly hurt my elbow. So we've got to stop that. We've got to pay more attention, be more respectful, and make sure we take care of ourselves first and then take care of people around us. The fans here too, absolutely incredible. I think I counted about 26 different NHL jerseys alone yeah, alongside yeah. the USA and Canada ones. Yeah. 
I mean, what do you put that down to? Is it the Nathan Walker effect? Is it what you guys started here a few years ago? Because, I mean, this sport just seems to grow and grow in this country. Yeah. No, you know what? I think uh, the IHA with Clive Conley and, and Andrew McDowell have done a great job, you know, uh, building from the bottom up. We need to, you need it. The problem that we have in this country is you've got great athletes, you know, Ice hockey is very fluid. It's almost like AFL, where the athletes are pretty much the same physique, and they play hard, and they play fair. And what we're seeing is we need infrastructure. If you don't have the infrastructure, if you don't have more rinks, if you don't have opportunities to get these many people to come. I've heard about 70% of the first ice hockey game ever. We hope that this is a legacy. It will help grow. Obviously, having you know Nathan Walker and doing what he's done you know, to elevate... The interest, but also there's going to be one or two kids that came here tonight. You know what? Could be the next Nathan Walker. Could also win a Stanley Cup. And ice hockey will grow in this country. But we need infrastructure. And what's your plans then for this moving forward? Are you going to be back next year? Uh, any plans, or is it too yeah. soon to think about that right well, now? You know what? It's been absolutely a, a dream to be doing this. It's my seventh year. Uh, you know, when I left hockey uh, as a player, I didn't realize that this is what I was going to do. Uh, obviously, helping others that can't help themselves, but also being in a culture where we can. We can really make a difference, and so uh, I'm not going to stop. I'm too uh, not old enough to quit, uh, so I got you know maybe five to six more years into it. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to make sure that we take a couple days off. You know, it's been a, a challenging. Obviously, we had some issues in Wellington uh, where we just you know we tried to make history. Uh, the history was not what we exa- exactly wanted. We want to have the first outdoor game in New Zealand. Unfortunately, we're the first group to ever pull up a rink. So at least we made some history. We're going to go back. Auckland was fantastic. The people of Wellington supported us. I got great well wishes from around the world. I'm not a quitter. I, I never say never, and I never surrender. So, yes, we're coming back. And obviously tonight, seeing how great the crowd took this game. You know, we've had a couple of duds in Brisbane. We didn't play well the last time we were here. A lot of goals, a lot of excitement, a lot of entertainment. So I think all in all, we will be back next year. We'll just now start to finalize all the planning. And in closing on that, you know, we had Melbourne that was a little upset. We have Perth sometimes upset. But you got to realize these rinks are booked up for concerts and that. It takes us three days to build. It takes us one day to play. And then it takes a day to go. So we have to find a five-day opportunity. So our goal is to come back to Melbourne next year, hopefully. Uh, we're, I'm planning. It's not official. But I want to do it at the Rod Labor Arena and open up the roof. And so if it does rain or wind like Wellington, we can close it. So that's one of my dreams. Obviously, tonight to see in Brisbane, we want to come back here. It's been a great city to us. Obviously, Sydney's always on the map. And I'm thinking of doing something different. Well, I'll interrupt you and say, as a Tasmanian, we've got a couple of good venues down there, mate, and they've never been used. So yeah. go for you. Go for town. All right. So here's what I'd say. You keep helping me. I know you've always wanted to do it. <laughs> I, I want to see a Tasmanian devil live. I went to uh, I went to New Zealand, never saw a kiwi bird. So what I wanted, and I saw a koala last night last trip running down the street in the sunlight so now my my goal is to either uh see a kiwi bird which is really tough mm-hmm. but i'll come down to uh tasmania to see my my favorite cartoon character we uh, will help you out Devil. we'll have you keep doing that we'll make sure we get it done mate you're doing great things for this no, sport in this you. country and we really appreciate your time and everything you've done for us here to hook us up with some access mate so thank you very much keep thank up you, good work <laughs> shoot she's making me sing Shoo up. Do up. Do up. Do you don't need to put the microphone in my mouth. I've got a microphone next to me right here. Do up a shooby. Do be dooby puby. Ruby the dooby. Looby looby crooby. That's how the song goes, right? Um, We are going to. No, you're not going to hurt my eye. 
I have a goopy stuff in my eye. Thank you for that. We are going to do a quiz right now. Uh, Did you not find me a quiz? I threw your phone at you. It's like right next to you. You shoe up a doobie. Yeah, well, that's all it takes sometimes to be a person of interest. I just had a sip of coffee because this is a professional podcast. Um, what are such quizzes that such person is going to such well answer? Well. Well. There's the hockey quiz. Can I just point out a thing that I think you've turned the microphone off? Try There's that again. There's the hockey quiz. <laughs> this is such a great podcast. Or the NHL goalie quiz. Mm-hmm. How That's well lovely. do you know the NHL? Let's go Name with how. Name the NHL team. Name the NHL team. Okay, there's 30 questions, so they're missing a team. Probably done before Vegas came into the competition. All right. Um, starting with the Western Conference, Anaheim. Anaheim Ducks. This is going to be really easy. Is this literally just name the mascot? Um, <laughs> yeah, Calgary. Oh, flame. This is too easy. <laughs> We're not doing this quiz. Aw. All right. What's how well do you know the NHL? Isn't that a um, thing? No. Yeah. Shoo up a dewey doopy doobie booby 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 booby. How many NHL active teams are there? Well, there's 31, but this could be before the Vegas Golden Knights, so I'll just say it's 30 on that one. This was developed on May 24th this year. Oh, okay, there's 31. Shoo up. How old is the NHL as of 2018? Oh, wasn't, didn't they just have the 150th or the 200th or the 100th? 101? That's not one of the options. Would you like me to read you your options? Well, if that was the case, then why <laughs> didn't you do that from the beginning? It's 100 years old, isn't it? Uh, there's 110, 179, 150, and 58. 100. Do up a do. All right. Which trophy? I don't know. Which trophy is awarded to the top defenseman of the year? Can you say that again into the microphone? Which trophy is awarded to the top defenseman of the year? William M. Jennings Trophy, Art Ross Trophy, James Norris Memorial Trophy, Bill Matterson, Ma- Masterton Memorial Trophy, or Frank J. Selk Trophy? Oh, I think it's the second last one, isn't it? The Bill Masterton. Yeah. Do you know that one? How many face-off spots inhabit an NHL hockey rink? 12, 1, 4, 8, or 9? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. Yep, that's what I would say, too. Which NHL team has won 24 Stanley Cups since their inaugural season? The Kings, the Rangers, the Canadians, the Jets, or the Maple Leafs? 24. I think the Canadians have won 30-something. They've won the most. Or have they only won 24? Because the Yankees won 30 and they're the most successful North America. It's either going to be the Leafs or the Canadians. I'm going to go the Canadians because I don't know if they have one in their 30s. That might be too many, So, but they've won the most. Which NHL team has not been able to win a Stanley Cup since 1967? Toronto Maple Leafs. <laughs> Which NHL team yeah, <laughs> did head coach Mike Babcock of the Toronto Maple Leafs come from? The Red Wings, the Blackhawks, the Senators, the Ducks, or the Knights? Oh, Babcock. I almost think he's the Ducks. I know that name. 
of which American NHL team do forwards Jonathan Toes and Patrick Kane play for? The Chicago Blackhawks. Can I just point out to all those people out there that, like, I do love ice hockey in the NHL, but I'm not, like, Mr. Religious, so I don't know these 100%. Of which NHL team plays in the XL Energy Center? Oh. The Oilers, the Wild, the Pres- Predators, Lightning, or Bruins? The XL Energy. Okay, say the names again, slowly. Edmonton Oilers. Okay, no. Minnesota Wild. It's not Minnesota Wild. Nashville Predators. No, that's British Center. I've been there. Tampa Bay Lightning. Could be. Sounds like a shit name for arena. Okay, Boston's a TD Garden, so it's not them. Nashville's Bridgestone Arena. I've been there. Uh, I've been to the Minnesota. I've been outside the Minnesota one. That's not... What is it? The TXL... The XL Energy Center. It's got to be the Lightning or the Oilers, and that doesn't sound like a Canadian thing, so I'm going to go with the Lightning. It sounds like a shitty name for a place just like Tampa Bay. Which numbers did Pittsburgh Penguins duo Mario Lemire? Lemire, no. And Lemire... I know who you're talking about. Jeremy Jagger, where? 12 and 70, 68 and 68... 78 and 93, 87 and 71, or 45 and 6. I have no idea. I'm just going with the 68 and 68 because I think they're both from different eras. How many regular season lockouts have occurred in the NHL since its inaugural oh, season? Two, eight, zero, twelve, or 10? I think it's only two. They were both fairly close to each other. How many divisions did the NHL divide teams into? Oh. Four, seven, zero, two, or 6. Four zero seven two or six six. Three in each conference. What team does not belong in the Eastern Conference? The Leafs, the Devils, the Sabers, the Flames, or the Panthers? The Flames. They're in the Western Conference. How many seasons did Goldie ha- Gordy Howe play for the Red Wings? Twelve, thirty, forty-five, twenty-five, or six? Twelve. This when is, was the NHL founded? Well, it was 100 years, so 1917, is it? There's Okay, so the 26th of November, 1917, the 26th, okay, 26th of November, was it 1917, 1989, 1918, 1987, or 1970, or sorry, 1876? 1917. So they just had the 100 year thing. And you got, out of 15, 10. Oh, what did I get wrong? Um, I would have gotten the, um, the, okay, there was a couple there that I would have known. It is the James Norris Memorial Trophy that's given to the top defenseman, which you got wrong. Yep. Um, The Mike Babcock came from the Red Wings. Oh, sinking the Red Wings. Damn it, you're an idiot, Ben. The XL Energy Center is in Minnesota. Is it? Yeah. I've been outside that arena. I thought it was called something else. Well, that was dumb. Um, The NHL is divided into four divisions, not six. Is it? According to this. Divisions. I thought... Maybe I'm thinking of NBA. How many seasons did Gordy um, Howe play? It would be 25. 25 seasons? My goodness, that's a long career. There you go. Oh, there is four. That's dumb. I'm an idiot. Two of those I should have got. Three of those I should have gotten. What are they? 
I should have gotten the uh, Babcock one because I was thinking the Red Wings, and then I stupidly went with the Ducks. I should have gotten the Minnesota one, uh, whatever. Um, so I we spoke last night at the hockey. We did, and we are now not at the hockey. We've Correct. heard uh, interviews with players and shit. But have you enjoyed? Did you? Did you enjoy your experience at El Ice Hockeyo last night? I did. Would you like to elaborate on why you enjoyed your experience last night? It was it was just fun. Like we counted how many different teams we saw represented, and the crowd was great. What did you think of the quality of the hockey? <laughs> it was it was different. That's, Honestly, they did not play as well as no. the AIHL. No, 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 definitely like, not. It's it's weird to think that though that like we went to that when we were away, and I remember you were saying that it was kind of a bit slow. But it was, I mean, that I think the difference clearly is that in the AIHL they're playing for something. You know, they're they're playing for yeah. Whereas last night, like you could just it's there was the defense was basically non-existent. Um, and just the, the intensity of the shots, like I stood right at the side of the rink and you could even tell like right on the boards there that there's just, there was barely any intensity. Like you just watch it one end to the other. Um, cause I was sort of at the end where the USA was shooting and you just, you know, the puck was a lot towards Canada's end, but then when the USA would sort of just get a breakaway, you could just see just like the, the Canadians behind us didn't even try to like tackle them and just, they just let them skate up to the other side and shoot. So, check them. Check them. And I think I watched the crowd more than I watched the game, to be completely honest. Which is entertaining in some aspects because a large majority of the people in that crowd, I shouldn't say a large majority because there was lots of people in uh, hockey gear, but a, a portion of the crowd never would have seen that before. So, I mean, to them, this is their first experience of this live. So, which is, it's good to get exposure. But at the same time, it's also, you don't want them to think that's what the sport is. Like, if they go to Canada and watch an NHL game, they're like, holy fuck, what the hell is this? This isn't what I saw in Australia. Yes, true. Yes, true. Um, Yeah, we had a father and a son sitting to our left, and I talked to them for a little bit, and it was their second game ever that they'd seen, so... And that little kid, he he got... uh, He got into it. It was really sweet. He did, yes. But, I mean, I think we counted 26 different jerseys from the NHL. Yes. Which is pretty crazy to think. Uh, And, I mean, a lot of those people probably were expat Americans, Canadians, or... Yeah. I mean, we know that a lot of people do support it in this country. I mean, out of the four major leagues in North America, they it's the least uh, spectated in this country. And it's also, I mean, in North America, particularly America, it's the least popular of the four sports. I mean, obviously that's different in Canada. Um, that's your main the four sport. four <laughs> sports are hockey, baseball, soccer, and no, football. No, no, no. Basketball. The four major professional leagues. Hockey, basketball, baseball, and football. I mean, they they try, like, uh, MLS, the soccer is kind of a half tier, but, like, that's not quite the numbers up there to make it five. Mm. Uh, It's I mean, it's rapidly growing. Uh, That's the most um, growth in terms of, like, expansion. Like, every year they're basically including new teams. Um, But, I mean, in terms of revenue and viewership, like, NFL is by far number one. Um, and then I, even like surprisingly, I think baseball, I mean, that's America's national pastime, 
But I think uh, because I think you look at it too on the the games played. I mean, baseball is ridiculous. They have those mini series like they'll play a game on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, uh, and then they'll go off have like what two days off and go to another city and play Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So they play like a hundred and forty games in a season, and what NHL and basketball play like eighty in a season, and the NFL only play like twenty in a season. So. I mean, that's ridiculous. 140 games yeah. in a season. It's baseball. It's not very athletic. No disrespect to our yes. baseball Ugh. aficionados. Do you like baseball? I played ball. You played softball? Yeah. Which is kind similar. of similar. But you've been to, um, did you go to a, a, a Blue Jays game? Not in Toronto, but I have been to more than one Blue Jays game. But you go see them in, like, Seattle and that, yeah. don't you? And didn't you go to one in San Francisco? Yeah, I've seen Oakland play against... I honestly don't remember who they were playing against. I've seen the San Francisco Giants play the Arizona... Not the Burps. Uh, are they the Arizona Cardinals? Yes. Uh, no. They're the Arizona... No, they're the, no, they're not the Cardinals. The Arizona Diamondbacks. Um, yes. And then I saw, <clears throat> excuse me, the San Diego Padres play the then reigning champion Chicago Cubs, which was quite an interesting thing to see. I was disappointed. I have a friend who was drafted to the Cubs. I think you told me that. I um I go for the White Sox, the other Chicago team. And when I was in Minnesota, we went to see the Timberwolves, the NBA team, play the... I think we saw them play the New Orleans Pelicans, the worst mascot in North American sport. Um, but where the Target Center is in downtown Minneapolis, directly opposite is the baseball stadium. And that night, uh, the, who they, the Minnesota Twins were playing the White Sox. And I sadly didn't get to see my team play because we went to the basketball instead. So there Poor we go. you. Yes. But um, anyway, uh, I'm glad you enjoyed last night. It is. Uh, I bet you never thought when you came to Australia that you would ever get to see Canada versus USA play in ice. I did not. Never in your wildest. Never in my wildest dream. If you were still in Adelaide and you heard about that, do you think you would have gone? Yeah, probably. Probably. Yeah. I mean, there's not much happening in Adelaide. So Although I don't think I would have heard about it. No, because I mean, again, this. Did we see any ads for this? In no. I actually, no, I did. I tell I, I did see one ad for it on TV on one of the Foxtel channels. They did have an ad for it. We saw the billboard in Sydney. Near the airport. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Yes. Um, anyway, we are going to come back soon and wrap things up with you, but you and I today are going to go see... Ant-Man and the Wasp! And we will do a uh, spoiler-free review for it on the Oz Network, now available via iTunes. Yes, we will. Are you looking forward to seeing... Yes, I am. I was going to hope you would say Ant-Man and the Wasp. Um, <laughs> <laughs> can we just quickly, actually... We'll tell, actually no, we'll tell our story in a minute when we come back to close it off. So, uh, we'll, uh, you'll hear all the stuff before we close it off, but I know what I'm saying. This is a brink. You love it. So, before we close things off, um, let's tell, tell our a story. story. Tell about last night getting home. Well. <laughs> she has a look in her face like, well, Ben, why are you telling this story? We left the stadium. Yes. At, I think it was around like 11... 2011 30 I think it was a bit no it was earlier it was earlier we left the stadium at 11 Mm -hmm. because the train was supposed to get to the station at 11 17 Mm -hmm. but it was delayed by five minutes well (laughs) when we were at 
Oh, right, station. okay. I was going to say, is this Queensland five minutes a bit slower than the rest no, of No, no, no. <laughs> when the train picked us up, it was delayed by five minutes. Mm-hmm. And we got on the train and we went, what, one stop before the first announcement? Oh, no, we, we read it. No, they had an announcement on the... St- oh, no, no, you're right. No, sorry. Train. You are right. I apologize. We had an announcement that there were track... The lines above the trains were damaged or down in certain parts of the city. And we needed to get to Central um, to get a train, uh, what's the Beanley line or the Gold Coast line. And, you, I mean, at that stage, we still had 45 minutes. We had plenty of time because the last train was at midnight. But then all of a sudden, you know, one delay became another delay, another delay, and we're looking it up online, and there's there's not a whole lot of information. But um, we essentially got to one station and then another, and then they're like, okay, everyone, get on the bus if you're going to the city. And then we said, oh, and then we heard an announcement about Bean Lee. And I said, oh, did I hear you mention something about Bean Lee? And they're like, yes, go to South Brisbane. There will be a bus to take you to Bean Lee. And our stop is on the way to Bean Lee. So we got on this bus. We thought, oh, yeah, we're just a short ride. Didn't expect to be on this bus for another two hours. Um, And basically, this poor bus driver who had been on since 7 o'clock in the morning, and he was, what, some kind of manager we think he was some kind of manager he was very like he was organizing the other buses over the radio basically it's very authoritative but in an in a calmly manner i mean he kind of lost his way a little bit but like he was very authoritative yeah um because then essentially he was on the radio he was organizing stuff and long story short he obviously turned his bus into the gold coast bus to which we pulled up was it um what was the was it the cultural center when we had all those kids? Get yeah, on? the cultural center. And he just like he had to get a notepad out essentially to say, "All right, where is everyone going?" And basically named all the train stations along the way down to the Gold Coast. His poor English guy got on, uh, and of course this was at the time that England are playing um, uh, Sweden in the quarterfinal, to which they won. Yeah, go England. Um, and he's walked on. He's got an England jersey on. And I said to him, like, why are you watching the game? And he's like, oh, I stepped out of the pub to go get a drink and then I couldn't get back in because I think it's like the lockout laws here. Like, after 12, they basically, you walk out, you can't get back in. Um, And so he thought this was only going to be a short bus ride. And, of course, he was not very happy. And he was the very last stop on the train line as well. His phone was dead, so he couldn't. He's like, I should have ordered a bloody... He was English, too. Anyway, the, but the funnest part of the whole journey, I think, was this poor bus driver. There was a road closure of where he had to go. So he took, he's like, okay, I'll come down here and go down this street. Went down all the way this street. It was a dead end. And he's in a double side, like a double length. Like a double length bus. Bus with the bendy accordion bit in the middle. And this guy reversed this, like, slowly. But, you know, I'm not going to, he's not going to rush this up. All the way up this street. And there were, like, construction vehicles and stuff on the street yeah. as well. There, He literally had inches on either side at certain points on the yeah. street. he did a bloody good job. And to be fair, like, I honestly thought a lot of more people would have complained about it, but there was a couple groans and moans at the beginning. And then there were a few drunk people. Drunken kids up the back. But, I mean, at the end, he kind of made and everyone gave him a clap. Um, so it was it was an interesting experience. Yeah. We didn't get home till about... 2.30. 2.30, to which we gorged down some food because we were yeah. hungry. Nachos, kind of. And, yeah, but uh, that was our experience of Queensland Public Transport on a Woo. Saturday night. So, uh, go us. Um, we're going to close this out. But this week, uh, well, next week's episode, I should say, 
Uh, I'm hoping that I am going to the State of Origin this week, to which I might record a little lonesome segment by myself. Corrigin? Origin. Origin. State of Origin. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, to which you might get to come for half of it, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, which, you know, obviously Queensland can't win it anymore, but whatever, Trevor. Uh, but Trevor. Trevor, what can people do in the meantime if they want to listen to more of this? You can like us on Facebook, subscribe to us on Twitter. Uh, well, not Twitter, but you can no. just subscribe to us. Do you subscribe to things on Twitter? You follow people on oh. Twitter. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Yes. And not Instagram. iTunes and Wooshka. <laughs> And I feel like I'm missing something. Can you say Wooshka. <laughs> and can I just say Wooshka? Like, you, wooshka. Had, you had a good thing going. Like, I really appreciate your great services. You're fantastic. But this new interface sucks. Like, fix it. It's annoying. And all your features that you had are gone. And... Wooshka. Wooshka. You should do their ads. Sign up to... Wooshka. And you will get a free... Babushka. Okay, <laughs> didn't know where you were going with that one. Um, but in the meantime, until next week. Oh, a happy uh, um, actually no, screw Bastille Day. A uh, happy July Fourth during the week to all our uh, American. What about July first? We already did pieces on July first last week's episode, but happy July first again. It's more important to get. That's true. Uh, but in the meantime. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Keep sucking those oranges, Hobart, and good night. Wooshka. Wooshka. Wooshka.